Welcome to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast for couples who struggle with infertility and want to fulfill their dreams of becoming parents. To access previous episodes packed with ideas, solutions, and tips that actually work, head over to Dr. Chapman's IVF podcast on iTunes. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1-800-111-483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au. Hi, this is Professor Chapman. Recently we've been doing some Facebook Live sessions where I've been answering questions from the listeners and participants. What you're about to hear now is some audio of those segments and I hope they'll be useful for you. Maybe I'll start by talking about some of the things that I've seen in my clinic this week. The first one of these problem that COVID has brought to us in our inability to undertake international travel. I've had a number of patients, another one this week, seeking donor eggs. Unfortunately, in Australia, because we are unable to reimburse ladies who are prepared to donate eggs, we rarely have a patient, or we rarely have a, a donor come forward altruistically uh, to donate eggs. So in Australia, the supply of donor eggs is very, very limited. Almost all the ones where, that occur in Australia that I've been involved in uh, were because they either had a, a younger sister, a very good friend, and the couple who've advertised, but most of them are uh, people that are known to the needy recipient. So the people who need egg donors are women who've either uh, gone through the menopause at the, the normal time, uh, which is mid-40s through to 50, or prematurely. And, and about 1% or 2% of women will have a menopause before the age of 40. And for many women, that means they've missed the boat in terms of having a baby with their own eggs. So the other group who are not menopausal, who seek donor eggs, are women who in their 40s going through IVF themselves have reached a point where the quality of their eggs is clearly uh, not good. And after repeated attempts at IVF, they now are moving on to use a younger woman's egg. So it's certainly biologically feasible for a woman who's been through the menopause to carry a baby. The uterus with hormone priming, just simply with estrogen and progesterone uh, medications, that uterus is as good as the young woman's uterus in terms of carrying a baby. But obviously, we've got to find eggs uh, of good quality to create the embryo to put inside that uterus. Before lockdown or before the COVID pandemic, probably I was sending one couple of months internationally to to a number of options that have been very successful with my patients producing pregnancies. In South Africa, I've had a number of women had babies. In fact, one lady came back last year before lockdown, pregnant for the second time from an egg donated in South Africa. And at the moment, that's probably the cheapest place to go if you can get there. The other group, the place that does more egg donation cycles than any other place in the world, is Spain. And again, they're not uh, as expensive as the United States, but they're high quality clinics and again, high pregnancy rates. They would claim, well, they do claim um, pregnancy rates of 60% in one embryo transfer. So that's a lot of hope. 
for a 45-year-old woman who's been doing IVF with a 1% chance, it certainly gives them a better chance. The United States is obviously, um, there are big markets there or big clinics there that specialise in donor eggs, but you're paying almost twice as much as going to either South Africa or Spain with what I believe to be no better results. That's a problem that we have in Australia. Now, a number of clinics, and that includes IVF Australia, have established relationships with egg banks in the United States, and we are able to bring eggs into Australia, even though it's locked down. The main problem, however, is again cost. To go through a international egg bank cycle in Australia is going to cost you around 30000 Australian dollars, with around about a 60% chance of taking home a baby. That means 40% of the time you will spend a $30,000, sorry, and not get a baby. So they're difficult conversations to have. There is hope. And you know, as, as the restrictions lift, it is going to be possible, for instance, to go to Spain um, almost now. Personally, I'm actually looking at a, a possibility of going to Spain um, before Christmas. So it's going to begin, become possible again to go internationally for uh, egg donation. So the first question is from Catherine. She says, my sister is struggling with low reserve and other issues. She's going through IVF with one follicle, one on hand, uh, have had six pregnancies, fell naturally at 40 and then 42. Would you attempt to investigate if I could donate my eggs to her given my history? Okay. I mean, certainly we, can in, we would inve- be able to investigate it. Now, the issues are her age. And I'm not quite sure from that what. what Actually, she did share her age. She said 46. Yeah, there's no point. Problem is that at 46, even though we might get an egg from you, it's chances of producing a normal pregnancy, one with a genetic normal makeup, is about 2%. The odds of getting more than one or two eggs from you is very, very low. That's the first hurdle. But even if we do get eggs, there's a 98% chance that any embryo that's created will be genetically abnormal. So I'm, I, I'm sorry, I don't think you're going to be able to help your sister as much as you would like to. The next question is from Kirby. Hi, doctor. I've just had both my fallopian tubes removed two weeks ago as I had a bilateral hydrocell pink. Yeah. I was wondering what you think our chances are to fall pregnant via IVF. My partner has a great sperm count and I have no other issues in regards to hormones or AMH levels, etc. I'm 31 years old and plan to start the process early in 2022. Thanks in advance. I'd love to see you. You're going to get pregnant. <laughs> You're the right age. Having had your tubes taken out, those hydrosalpingias taken out, you've actually improved your pregnancy chances. But those tubes or or those swollen tubes, the hydrosalpingias, actually reduce pregnancy rates by 50%. So had I seen you and seen those, I would have been recommending that you take them out before we move to IVF. So in our clinic at 31 with great sperm, I would be saying that do you have a 35 to 40% chance every time we try to transfer an embryo? And in you, I would expect to be getting two or three embryos at each IVF attempt. So from one egg collection, a better than 75% chance of having a baby. So yes, find a good IVF clinic. And uh, as I say, you're the sort of patient I'd love to treat. And don't forget that you can access all the previous episodes by going to our website, www.theivfjourney.com and select IVF Journey Podcast from the navigation menu. 
Thank you for listening to the IVF Journey with Dr. Michael Chapman, the podcast which helps couples negotiate their way through the IVF journey all the way to parenthood. You can also ask questions by contacting Dr. Chapman's rooms on 1800 111 483 or by emailing him michael.chapman at ivf.com.au.